fellow listeners of the Friend Group Podcast. The Friend Group Podcast is based around the seven habits of highly effective teens by Sean Covey. This is your host, Sandy. I think we all have that friend that seems to put everyone else first instead of themselves. They know exactly what to say when you're feeling down or how to react when put into an awkward situation. I think it's fair to say that those people definitely have longer lasting and healthier relationships than the rest of us. I'm not saying the rest of us are just bad at making friends or anything. I just want to say that there are things we can do to improve ourselves. Let's start with listening, because you can never win a debate without listening to a defendant's statement. Those politicians might act otherwise, but you know, they're politicians. (laughs) Okay, back to listening. Has a teacher ever called on you or a friend in class for chatting or just staring off in the abyss of pencil crayons during math class? Well, you're most likely falling under one of the poor listening styles. Spacing out, pretend listening, selective listening, word listening, or self-centered listening. These five listening habits are conversation markers. Spacing out is when someone is talking to you or you're thinking about something else entirely. Pretend listening is similar, but this time you're pretending to listen instead of not trying at all with the occasional mm-hmm. Selective listening is when you're only hearing the words, words you, that you want to hear. Words listening is a bit more complicated. It's when you're only hearing the words and not the body language, tone, or feelings of the speaker. Similar to when a detective studying a crime scene, but only focusing on those tiny blood splatters on the wall, Self-centered listening is when you when you listen only to things that intervene with yourself, judging, advising, and probing to, to appear superior rather than genuinely care. You're probably asking, so what can I even do? According to the Oxford Dictionary, listening is to pay attention to someone or something that you can hear. However, this word holds a much more complex meaning and requires much more energy in today's society. When someone talks to you, they don't want you to flood them with advice, complaints, or criticism. They want you to lend an ear and some time to understand them. I'm not going to tell you what to do to understand a loved one because I'm not a mind reader, and nor am I familiar with everyone on this overpopulated planet. However, I do have some general advice. First things first, please do not assume. No matter how well you think you know them, do not assume. Let them talk until the very end. No one likes someone who keeps butting in every three seconds to guess what they're going to say next. It's vital to let go of those heavy egos and tight chains when it starts to interwine with someone's feelings. This leads us right into our next point. You must forget yourself. Think about how hard listening would be when you're constantly concerned with whether or not that cute dude or girl is single while your best friend is talking to you. It's hard to forget yourself and your life when everything is overcrowded in your brain as a teenager, but right now, this moment is coincidentally not about you. It's easy to make a conversation revolve around you when you're so used to it. Every so often, putting yourself in other's shoes is barely enough to reach the requirements of their perspective. Be sensitive. Many people are intimidated by some of the more aggressive ways of speaking. Be sensible in your ways of communicating. Do not keep discussing things they might not feel comfortable with or would like to avoid. Stop poking at someone's fresh wound just because it's entertaining. Let's take a quick break before we move on to how to communicate better with people around you. Welcome back. 
Now let's look at all the things you can do to better enhance your communication skills. We'll be ta- touching on two general topics, to convey your meaning and feeling full feedback. These tips are provided by our listeners on the various media platforms. Vivian on Spotify stated, I think for people to have a sincere bond with each other, they must truly understand the other person. In a relationship of any kind, both parties must make an effort to understand each other. Just like how for other people to understand your opinion, you must have the relative evidence to back it up. You can't expect someone to understand and like a book if you just show them the front cover. That's just not how it works. No one on earth has ever mastered telepathy to that extent. Well, not that I'm aware of that least. Wait. Maybe To convey your meaning is especially crucial in relationship building and taking care of your own mental health. An anonymous user on iTunes revealed, For me, the best feedback is the ones that aren't blindly optimistic or just obviously brushing off my problems. This is a really good point. After interviewing many teens and adolescents, the most well-liked feedback are the ones that are realistic but not pessimistic. The best belief feedback always consists of personal experience and connection to the environment and possible solutions or discussions surrounding one. Personal experience connects back to our first tip of communication. You must have evidence backing up your statement and opinions, or else the credibility of it takes a big stumble to the ground. Connections to the environment are what makes feedback or advice realistic and believable. It makes the other person truly understand what you're talking about. Your feedback must apply to them, hence the change of perspective is essential. Offering a possible solution makes your feedback less pessimistic and more positive. Most time, overly realistic feedback seems more negative than intended. Having a solution suggests a new positive perspective. However, all of the above requires a skill many possess yet fail to utilize to its full potential. The skill is called empathy, or, or is widely known as imagining yourself in others' shoes. It demands individuals to think from the perspective of another person. Occasionally, one's shoes are hard to fit in or keep on. One might force you to cut off your toes, and another needs tissues to make it stay on. Never fear one that needs more time and energy to wear, because those are the ones that make a person unique and distinct.